You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 15-year-old Kiplin Davis of Spanish Fork, Utah. She was a student at Spanish Fork High School, and she participated in the student theater. The morning of May 2nd, 1995, she had a driver's education class. Her mother drove her to school that day, and usually she gets home around 3.30, but she didn't come home that time. So the father went to the school to pick her up, and she wasn't there. And all of her personal belongings were left in her locker. Now, when her father got home, there was a message on the answering machine from the school stating that she had not been to her afternoon classes. So you're planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym, and you don't know what to wear, and you're so bored of all of your clothes. This is why Crystal Kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life. From hoodies, leggings, and t-shirts to joggers, crop tops, and tank tops, Crystal Kiss has you covered. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. So we called his wife to see if she knew where Kipling was, but she didn't know either. She also wasn't at the church, so her parents decided to call the police. Now at first, the police considered her a runaway. They issued a nationwide lookout for Kiplin, but they couldn't do anything else. So Kiplin's parents made posters and distributed it in the area. Kiplin's mother decided to call Kiplin's close friends. And her friend Eli told her that the last time he saw her, she was with Christopher Jepson. He was a drama senior. He was part of the stage crew and Kiplin was part of the play. Now her parents found Kiplin's journal and in her journal, she wrote that she gave Christopher a hug and a kiss. Now her father went to Christopher's house and spoke to his sister and she told him that he wasn't there. She told him that Christopher was at school all day and that he might be at the play practice in the auditorium. So her father went to the auditorium, but nobody was there. Now Kippen's father went back to Christopher's house around 1, 1 in the morning and he saw Rucker's truck in the driveway. Now he didn't go inside because it was really late, but could Rucker's truck being in the driveway have something to do with Kipling's disappearance? Now apparently Chris wasn't a good student. He had poor attendance. Now when Christopher spoke to the police, he told them that he hadn't seen Kipling since lunchtime. He told police that he spent his lunchtime practicing dance moves with Kipling, but he had attended all of his afternoon classes. He told police that he was at the school auditorium to help set up for the school production. And a few of his friends, Rucker Leifson and Timmy Olsen visited him and that they threw the football around in the auditorium. However, records show that there was a choir concert in the auditorium that night. Now police talked to Brandon Myers. Apparently the day she disappeared, he wanted to take her out on a date. And even though she's not allowed to date till she's 16, she did accept. According to her friends, she did have a crush on him. But apparently his girlfriend found out about the date. So he canceled the date with Kiplin. Now according to attendance records, he did school the same afternoon that Kiplin disappeared. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. 
I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fit two to size and last several washes. For a night out, fill on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the US get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of true crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. And he asked his girlfriend to fix the records to show that he was in class all afternoon, but she refused to do that. Now he told police that he went to class and that he left because he felt bad about what he did to Kiplin, so he went to go look for her to apologize, but he couldn't find her. He told police that he skipped afternoon classes, but he went straight home, even got a flat tire on the way, and that he called one of his friends to help him out. But when the police went to speak to that friend, his friend didn't back up his story. So the police exhausted all of their leads. They held a press conference and the FBI assisted with the case. Weeks and months passed. Then about a year later, Chris showed up at Kipling's house and spoke to Kipling's dad, insisting that he had nothing to do with Kipling's disappearance. Now fast forward to 2002. Kipling's dad read a story about Elizabeth Smart and he wanted his daughter's case to get the same attention that she was getting. He wanted to get his daughter's case to the grand jury who wrote to the U.S. Attorney General, the Attorney General for the State of Utah, as well as his country attorney, and the police chief of Spanish Fort. Now all three of the boys, Rucker, Timothy, and Christopher, were all questioned by the police. The police spoke to Christopher and gave him a polygraph test, and he passed. Now Timmy told police that he saw Kiplin with Rucker walking over the hillside in Spanish Fort Canyon, and Rucker came back alone. Now that's obviously suspicious. But then, Timmy wouldn't talk to the police anymore. He wanted a lawyer. Now when the police confronted Rucker about what Timothy said, he said that Timothy was lying and that he made all of it up. He even passed a polygraph test. Now Timmy told police that he and another individual who he wouldn't name drove up the Spanish Fort Canyon with Kiplin on May 2nd, 1995. And he said that he saw the other individual hit Kiplin in the head with a large rock, knocking her unconscious. I'm starting to think that maybe he was the one that did it and he's just trying to say that it was this other individual. And the two of them returned later that evening to dispose of her body. But the police searched the area and did not find anything. And Timmy refused to tell police where Kiplin's body was. Her father even begged him to tell him where his daughter's body was, but he refused. I felt so bad for her father. Now apparently, Timmy admitted multiple times to friends that he raped, killed, and buried Kiplin in Spanish Fork Canyon. Now Timmy was ordered to serve 12 and a half years in federal prison for perjury. In 2016, he was moved from the federal system to the Utah State Prison. Timmy will remain in the Utah State Prison until his sentence expires on February 10th, 2026. Wow, I mean, I felt so bad for her father. Like, this whole story about him being with this certain individual, but he wouldn't name the individual. I have a feeling that he's, I mean, he obviously has something. He's saying that someone else did it. I think he's the one. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong. This is just my opinion. But I think that he has something, obviously he has something to do with the murder. But I think that he's the one that committed this murder. Like, he said it was Rucker, but I bet you, I mean, I have, obviously the, they both have something to do with it. Definitely, I think that Rucker and Timmy both have something to do with Kiplin's disappearance. And he's saying this other individual, this other individual could w very well be Rucker. 
But obviously, I think that they both have something to do with her murder. Awful. For terrible for her father. To meet exactly where he needs to be. And for everybody out there who knew Kiplin Davis, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. And if you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.